Welcome to KnowledgeCast, a look into the world of knowledge management, information management, data management, and everything in between. This is brought to you by Enterprise Knowledge. I'm Zach Wall, founder and CEO of EK. Uh, today, we're going to do something a little different. Rather than having an external practitioner that I'm interviewing, we're going to do a little bit of an AMA, Ask Me Anything series, between me and Joe Hilger, EK's co-founder and COO. Now, of course, this is kind of funny, Joe. I think uh, with the exception of my wife, I speak with you more than any other human being on the planet. So, hey, it's nice to talk to you. How you been? You too, Zach. It's been a long time. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. So what we're going to do is, and, and we've been crowdsourcing this internally, and we'll begin to invite some of these questions externally as well. But we want to make sure that we're really hitting on those common questions that we get from clients, that we get from other practitioners in the field. And one of the first ones that always seems to come up is, why doesn't my search work? Or more specifically, why doesn't my search work like Google does? Joe, why don't you give us uh, your first answer on that, if you would? The first answer, and, and not really the one that's going to help, is Google spends a lot of money on search, and they actually do web-based search on the internet as opposed to internal search. But that's not really helpful. So let, let's talk about how Google's different and why Google's search is such a better search experience. And you can break it into five concepts. The first is what we call asset-based search. Go to Google and search for pasta. And the first thing you're going to see is up top is a bunch of links to restaurants, right? So all of a sudden, you're not getting links to web pages. Google has recognized that one of the types of search results or one of the assets that it's looking at is restaurants, and restaurants serve pasta. Further down, you'll see recipes, and then you'll see places to buy pasta, right? So what Google does is what we call an asset-based search. And what that means is instead of saying everything is a link to a web page or a document, it says this is a, a piece of news, this is information about restaurants, et cetera. So second, in that same pasta search, on the right-hand side, you see this wonderful description about pasta. It's uh, different properties and really everything and more that you'd want to know about pasta. That comes from Google's Knowledge Graph. And behind the scenes, there's a couple of things going on. One, Google's using machine learning and AI to help enhance the search experience, both on reading the content and understanding what's there and then taking it to the next level as to deciding what you receive. And then the last two things, super important, Google personalizes their search experience. It learns who you are and delivers to you what it thinks you need, so it, it knows a bit more. And then finally, Google spends time measuring search and how effective it is. They have analytics that tell them what to do. I can't tell you how many times I've shown up and said, how's your search doing? Not well that information isn't there. So measuring and understanding it is really important. Got it. So first of all, great. Now I'm hungry for pasta. But secondly, I think you've laid out what are really the big keys to why Google works. Now, let's go back to the question. Why can't that be done? Or how could that be done within an organization? Yeah. So step one is what we call building an action-oriented search. And it's a process that we use with our customers to ask the question, what types of information assets do I have? What's important about them? And how would I expose them in search? 
What that does is it transforms the search experience from a list of links to a set of assets that have real meaning to them. Secondly, knowledge graphs. It used to be that only the Googles of the world could custom build knowledge graphs. Now you've got open source and hosted products, graph databases and products to do this. So spending some time to build a knowledge graph that aggregates information about people, topics, customers, products, et cetera, can really transform that search experience. And it's not actually that hard. It just needs people with expertise to do it. And then when we talk about that machine learning, there are a number of semantic suites and tools that offer auto tagging and machine learning. It's not hard to find. Look around, find which products do this. They're not terribly expensive and they can have a big impact on search. Next thing, as we talk about, once you understand those those assets and you and you have the tags, you can start to personalize search. So if I, as a user, sit in one department or have this area of expertise, search should feed answers there. And that can be done because you've built the foundation with action-oriented search and machine learning to understand it. And then lastly, and this is maybe the easiest of all, develop some reports that provide metrics about search. What facets are people choosing? How high up in the search result list are people selecting results? What are the most common search terms? These simple reports allow you to enhance the search experience and make it better. And that's change that can be done quickly and easily that's lasting. So there's some simple ways to do this. Search experts will help you get that in place and you can transform what was once a really horrible list of links that no one's happy with to an action-oriented search that drives the way people do business within your organization. Excellent. Now, this sounds a lot like what we see in many of our KM systems design and strategy efforts. This doesn't all have to be done at once, right? I mean, this, this can be done iteratively. It can get better over time. Great question. And, and absolutely. Frankly, the best approach is to do it piece by piece. If you're doing an enterprise search and, and adding 15 systems all at once, you're going to have a mess and it's going to be hard to tune it and make it really work well. Launch with a couple key systems, explain what search is offering, get people excited, and then add over time. Great. Now, last question. You and I both have heard from a ton of skeptical organizations about, well, can you really make my search work? And can this really happen? We've tried before and we've failed. How do you prove it? How do you prove that search can be at least closer to a Google type experience for an organization? You know, step one is maybe calling some of our customers that have great stories to tell about <laughs> how search changed. But I don't think that's what you're after there. We typically do a POC. We pick something simple to start with. We show what those search assets look like and change the look and feel of it. And before you know it, people are looking at this new search paradigm going, wow, that is better. You show it to a few people in the organization and then excitement happens. And then the proving's easy, right? You just start to add and roll it out and people get more and more excited and, and it becomes word of mouth. Hey, did you know search now works? <laughs> what a cool concept and story. Search now works. Excellent. Well, Joe, thanks for that. And to our listeners, thanks for joining us. We invite you to ask your own AMA type questions. We're going to continue this series and strive to concisely and clearly ask those frequently asked questions that keep coming up within the knowledge management and knowledge management systems world. For now, thanks for joining. And to check out more information on knowledge management, please visit our website at enterprise.com 
knowledge.com. Have a great day.